have all you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dork Trek. Uh, we are the longest running Star Trek review podcast on the internet. My name is Bob. I'm joined, I'm joined today by Jenny Zell and Benjamin McCormick. Hello, everyone. Hi, Bob. Hey, everybody. We are the premier Star Trek podcast. We're the best. Uh, you, yep, I'd say all that stuff. <laughs> we're, we're the best dressed Star Trek podcast. We're the best looking Star Trek podcast. We're, we do it all. We do it all. <laughs> Half Trek will travel. Half Trek will travel. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you like the show, you want to help the show out, you can head over to patreon.com, search for Dork Trek, and we are there. Um, I can't remember how many we said, how many Patreons we said uh, it would take for us to do a Law & Order podcast, but I think we're getting close. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like we're already kind of doing a Law & Order podcast. So it's well, not official. It's not official yet. <laughs> well, it's, it's the backdoor pilot. Yeah. It is. It's the, that's a good way to look at it, Ben. Uh, right now we're at 25 Patreons, which is pretty good. Um, so thank you to all 25 of you wonderful people that uh, support the show. We really appreciate it. Um, pay for hosting and all that jazz. So, and again, if we get to what, what do we say, 50 or something, we'd do a, we'd do a Law & Order podcast? Sure. I'd say we up it by 25 each time we hit one of those milestones. So we don't ever have to do a Law & Order podcast? It's, it's, it's like, all right, guys, hey, we made it to 50, just 25 more, and we're there. We're Let's doing that Law & Order podcast. So just like that's the, what, the longest-running uh, cop procedural on TV. We're the longest-running trick podcast. It was on for like 27 years or something like that, Law & Order. I was trying to think about that because, you know, we keep talking about it. And it's like, I, I was in like high school when that came out, or at least freshman year. When did that start? 1990. Okay, so I had Jesus. just gotten out of high school and was just a freshman in college that year. There were 20 seasons of Law & Order. 456 episodes. That's insane. Yeah. But so now, are, there, are there more episodes of Law & Order than there are of Star Trek? Yeah, um, no. Yeah, well, because there's, uh, if you count all the series, I'm sure there's yeah. more. There's more episodes of Law and Order and its spinoffs than of Star Trek and its spinoffs. Yes, is there? Yeah, because there's 20 seasons of just the flagship show. Yeah, you got to think at this point now, like Law and Order SVU has been on for like 15 years or something like that. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, it has been on TV for here. I'm clicking the that has been on for twenty seasons. Jesus. So there's uh-huh. there's four hundred and forty six episodes of Law and Order SVU. So right there you're over eight hundred. Yeah. And that's and that doesn't count CI or any of the other ones. Yeah. So yeah. Because there's like thirty or forty episodes of Star Trek at least. Yeah, maybe even as much as a hundred. Perhaps, perhaps. So yeah. So wow, I, I still can't believe the show's still on. That's really weird. That there's 20 that, seasons of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I say that about so many shows, though, not just Law and Order. There's some shows that it's first season. I'm still like, man, I can't believe this is still on. What is happening here? <laughs> what is life? You know what, Ben? That's a really good way to look at everything. What is life? <laughs> I like turtles. I, you know what? I really like turtles too. I've always wanted to have a turtle, but like when I was a kid, uh, like they were salmonella risks, so my mom never bought me a turtle. But I always wanted like a little box turtle. I, I like the little ones, like they mm-hmm. look like core. I was wanted one, but could never do it. Turtles. You know what? You're an adult now. You can live your dreams. Yeah, but you know what? I, I live in dire fear of salmonella at all times. Um, Those childhood traumas. Yeah, and like I don't even know why I eat chicken because I'm deathly afraid to touch it, like in its raw form. Like every time I touch chicken, oh. like I immediately have to wash my hands. Yeah. Like ten seconds afterwards, or I'm gonna die from salmonella poisoning. Um, 
I mean, it's probably pretty healthy. Like, I've gotten food poisoning way too many times in my life than than I would care to admit. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe I'm doing something wrong, and you're doing something right. <laughs> I'm just I'm very I'm very paranoid about getting salmonella, especially. Uh, if yeah, I just think touching dead chickens are is, is is gross. They're tasty. They're they're tasty once you cook them, but I just I hate I hate touching raw chicken. I cooked two turkeys this Thanksgiving uh-huh. and it was the most disgusting thing. <laughs> and, you know, like pulling the gizzards and everything out. And my daughter was supposedly helping me. Oh, good and when me. it got to that part, she was just like, you know, the chopping stuff was fine, putting the vegetables in. And then when daddy started pulling, you know, stuff out of the uh, innards of the turkey, she was just like, I'm going now. I'm saucy. And, and she just turned and walked out of the kitchen. <laughs> it's just like, that's it. Nope. I would have helped you. It's like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, Jenny I'm said done. she would have helped you. You see, all you have to do is ask, Ben. I know. So, I uh, guests. you just want to complain. That's all. I like that about you, Ben. That's, that's part of the Thanksgiving yeah. uh, magic. You got to complain. Miracle. Miracle of Thanksgiving. So, um, so, this week's episode is called The Ascent. The Ascent. It's like on the price is right. The Ascent slash Odd Couple. We finally got our Odd Couple episode. Mm-hmm. Granted, it wasn't with the two characters I wanted to be an Odd Couple episode. Really? I, well, I mean, I didn't want a, a Nog and Jake Sisko Odd Couple episode. No, but we got the Odo Quark odd couple of yes but not in the sense of like they live in an apartment together and stuff and one of them's a slob that wears a Mets hat and the other one's super tidy and clean and one of them smokes cigars all the time and the other one's running around spraying Lysol on the other one and you know that 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 odd couple this is just two guys stuck out in the in the wilderness it's like that movie alive without uh-huh. without the cannibalism but well, I mean, we almost had. tried yes <laughs> when you die I'll eat you I mean, that's that's pretty. At least he's being honest about it, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I'd rather I'd rather have that conversation. That, like, look, if I'm dead, don't eat me, and then be like, yeah, okay, sure. You know? You're dead. <laughs> how are you gonna know? Yeah. At what point did they not think? Oh yeah, there's a lot of wood around here. Maybe we could make a fire since it's so cold. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't think that. Um, Let me get one of these emergency phasers out of the dashboard. That the it's like Starfleet ships. To be a peaceful people of science, their ships usually have little pocket phasers every fucking where. They're like those old West prostitutes that have those little those little derringers or whatever they're called, those little Behringer pistols everywhere. Yeah. And just take one of those. And here's the thing. If you don't want to make a fire, you do the Sulu method. You just point it at a rock. You heat up the rock. Now you got a warm rock. Yeah, and you can lay on a warm rock. Yep. No, is that they a f- were like they were like on the move. How are they going to stop and like warm themselves well, on a fire? They have to sleep. Well, well yeah, when they because this was over the course okay. of days. Yeah, we read the, this is kind of like this is a mix of Alive and Lord of the Rings, where like Cork <laughs> and Odo are Samwise, Ganji, and fucking Frodo. And I'll carry go. it for you, Mister Frodo. I'll carry it for you, Mister Odo. Cork yeah. is Samwise. You think Cork is Samwise? Yep. Because he's the one that, that when uh, the ring bearer couldn't go on, he, he saved the day. Uh-huh. Samwise right. is the real hero of that movie. Yeah, he is. I like Samwise Ganji. I got to get back to reading that book. But then I started playing that. St- I was reading the book and I was doing really good. But then I started playing that dumb Star Trek game on my phone. Um, I lost a lot of time. I still got to check that out. It's pretty... It's pretty Should fun. I not? Should I not? Like, it's gonna suck up all my time. The first, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's kind of tedious in some aspects because in order to like level up and do stuff, you have to like, it's like a chain. I don't know how familiar you are with this. Is my first experience in like phone games, if you will. Uh-huh. But I imagine it's pretty standard. Like, if you want to make A happen, you have to do B and C. Um, yeah. 
but in order to do be it sounds basically like mobile strike or something like that like that that format of game Mm -hmm. yeah probably and then like you level up your ships and you level up your station and like Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know but it's it's fun enough uh ben the, the, the one thing that i think you would not like about it would be it's jj abrams trek right there i'm out yeah, it's it's like the models for the actors are J.J. Abrams Trek. Like you can get the ship, the jellyfish that Spock was in in the beginning of the first J.J. Abrams film. Um, Nero is in the game. Um, as like a, Hi, I'm Nero. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so that might be the one thing for you, Ben. No, that wouldn't be the only thing, I'm sure. But yeah, but that yeah. Jeez. All right. It's not very canonical, I imagine, but it's it's a canonical, I mean, canonical, canonical. Um, but it's fun. I like it. There's another one called Timelines that I've heard might be a little bit better um, story-wise. So I don't know. I'm just you know I don't know. I've I've played uh, Star Trek Online for a while. How is that? But, you know, it's what uh, PC and uh, PlayStation and stuff. It's on PlayStation. Yeah, I play it on PlayStation. I you can play. Can you play it on PlayStation Three? I don't know about that. I know it's on Four, and it tied up to my account that I had on PC, so that was kind of cool. Um, so you so have to I, carry of your progress no matter what platform you're on. Yeah, and That's so cool. I well, I think so, but I, it had been so long since I played that I really didn't have any progress. So, yeah. So yes. It carried over. I had zero, and it carried over zero. Nice. <laughs> so, That's I mean, nice. I, I basically made the account, and because my computer wasn't strong enough to play it at the time, I just got frustrated and quit. Ah. Uh-huh. But uh, I've heard good things. I mean, people. I mean, it's got people play it, right? Like, yeah. uh, was it uh, Captain uh, Killy showed up uh, this season? Because oh, it has seasons. Interesting. A season where Jordy LaForge uh, makes an appearance. Mm. And they usually get the actual actors to do the voices oh, or whatever thanks. when they show up. So it's kind of cool. And uh, so each season has a different story arc or whatever. And, uh, you can either participate in the main storyline or you can, you know. That's interesting. Right now, it's only available on Xbox One or PS4, not on PS3. Uh, okay. So there you go. It's probably the processor because it is—it's graphics intensive. Yeah, it looks cool. I've always wanted to play it, but like I only have Max. It's not—that's what I had. Yeah, and you can't play it on Mac. Yeah. That's why Warcraft was cool because you could play Warcraft on Mac. That was what won me over. For Warcraft over EverQuest was that EverQuest when they introduced Mac servers they introduced Mac servers so it's like oh you have to play on these two servers if you're a Mac and the PCs have these other uh. and so if you'd already established characters and stuff you have to start all over on a Mac whereas Warcraft was like fucking log in anywhere boys yeah just we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out you just play I really enjoyed Warcraft, but now that I'm playing D&D all the time, I don't really need it as much anymore, so I'm good. Uh, I'm clean for three years now with Warcraft. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> That's why I will play Warcraft, because I don't. Yeah. people treat it as like a drug. It like, is. Uh, I haven't been playing it forever. Like I'm, I'm free of it. I just stopped paying for it. Or I think Nate commented on that when I made that post. When yeah. I did the math. You have my condolences. <laughs> no, but, but, but I mean, you are exactly right, though. Like, it's well, I would play every year when I was on radio. I would take like December and just play, and it was hard to stop. But it was really oh, yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. So, like, I though have gotten the expansions, and like even when I couldn't play anymore, I would still pay the annual fee to keep the characters active. And yeah. then, like, there was a it's like, oh, get this patch, and we'll you know bump your bump one character 20 levels and i'm like oh all right i'll do that i have no intention of playing <laughs> I, have to, I have to keep my character fed i've always wanted to hop in like cause every now and then i still get them and i'm not really sure why but i get like 
free week of Warcraft. And I'm like, man. That's how they get you, man. I would really like to <laughs> For play. it's free. Yeah. You scroll down to the bottom of that page and you say, you know, there's usually a link that says unsubscribe all of yeah, unsubscribe. <laughs> Take me off this mailing list. Never. I don't want your drugs anymore. Yeah, I'm so, good. So yeah, Warcraft. I mean, the Star Trek game is okay. I mean, I was playing it a lot, lot, lot when we first when I first downloaded. I'm kind of weaning myself off because it takes so long to do things too, which is uh-huh. kind of annoying. like if you want to upgrade your operations center, it takes like ten hours. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. You know, you can just start downloading stuff on your thing and then just turn it off for a while, I guess. I don't know. It's okay. Today is the least amount that I've played since I downloaded it, and I'm not missing it too, too much, if that makes sense. If it's like the game that I'm thinking of, uh, there used to be this kind of like a parody game uh, called Progress Quest, Mm -hmm. and you would just download this, like, it's the most bare bones. It's not even a game. It's just you download it and you make your character, and it just has like a little progress bar and all these little progress bars just kind of go through and you just like, you know, you just watch it. Your character goes on quests and you don't literally do anything. You just let it run in the background. And we used to just be like, Hey, my, I hit level a hundred today. Yeah that's, me. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of what it is. Like, cause like you get to fight other ships and stuff and PN, like you can fight other players, but like there's no strategy to it. You just hit attack. And then yeah. the, the planes come together and then they just, one explodes and one doesn't. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. Whatever. I'm so hooked on Red Dead. I think I'll, I'll skip any new addictions for yeah. gaming. <laughs> Makes sense. Might I mean, well. it, it's bad enough at work that you know who the players are because there's several of us. And, like, somebody will walk through the break room and you'll hear, hey, fellas. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> I mean, and people are starting to talk to each other in Arthur voice. And like, All right, now stop. What a bunch um, of weirdos. <laughs> it's a fantastic game. Yeah, I haven't played it, so I don't know. Like, even as we're watching, the, or even as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, man, Amberino's, that's rough. That's rough territory that they're climbing up this mountain. <laughs> it's probably yeah. a dinosaur bone right over there. It looked like the West Grizzlies to me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, that's the one thing that I thought when I was watching the show. Like, how difficult does it have to be to climb that mountain? Like, there's no way they could do that without, like, proper equipment, right? Like, without – they don't have any, like, climbing gear. They're just two schmucks all with their hands and feet, right? Like, yeah. there's no way. And that thing looked like a, you know, maybe not Everest, but it was at least Pike's Peak. It's it's actually Mount Whitney in California. Was that Mount is, Whitney? Yes, which is fourteen thousand five hundred feet tall. I should have known that since I used to serve on the USS Mount Whitney. There you go. That was on our logo. <laughs> <laughs> Some Star Trek fan. What a poser. <laughs> to be fair, though, I haven't seen this episode since the nineties. So I saw it a couple weeks ago on Heroes and Icons, and I liked it then, and I like it now. Yeah. It serves its purpose. It's a nice character piece, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, but yeah, so that's my whole, like what I was watching is like, there's be no way they could just climb up that mountain unprepared like that, carrying like the, this transmitter that as Star Trek's props go, looked mainly like a cardboard box painted gray with some like fucking like switch, like some switches on it, right? It's made out of Legos. Yeah, like there's no, yeah, that thing looked like the, no, that was the fakest looking Star Trek prop I've seen in a really long time. Yeah. But and again, I, to be fair, like they made this back in the 90s and like so many old Star Trek episodes, it's like they haven't remastered this or anything. Nah. So it's, you know, they were planning on you watching it on a TV screen that's like no more than like probably 27 inches or something like that, yeah. low definition. Now we're watching on giant TVs, high def. It's like, yeah, that makeup was rough. Like you could see the the bags under Odo's eyes in a couple of the scenes, you know. Put Netflix on your laptop, sit the laptop across the room, and Mm -hmm. watch it from at least, you know, eight feet away on your, you know, at most 13 to 14 inch laptop screen. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, it's the 90s again. Yeah. I will (laughs) say that. I will say I really did like Odo's um brad pitt 
um, uh, the river runs through and hair when it was like kind of tussled and like blonde and pulled back. I thought he looked real hunky. <laughs> I was in that. <laughs> Would you think he had muscles? Yeah. <laughs> you know those things that are between the bones and the skin? The skin. Yeah. Broke back Star Trek. Broke back. I can't quit you, Odo. <laughs> Bob, I like how you're like a cat. You're just like playing with this. Uh, well, it's just right there, Jenny. I can't. It's like it, if I move over here, it's. Kind of, I feel like it's right in my head. I don't know. It's bugging me. <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, I just, you know. <laughs> people love cat videos. If I say like I'm a human cat, maybe we'll get a shit ton of views and people will be like, "This." I bet this show's awesome. This guy's a human cat. Dude, just wear, you get you a pair of what's that little hair barrette thing? With yeah, the ears. with the ears. Mm-hmm. Get the ears at the next con you go to. You're trying to turn Bob into a furry. That's fine, whatever, man. No, no, no. Was... We, we need the Patreon. Yeah, if we get Patreons, dude, I don't give a fuck. If we get yeah. Patreons, I'll wear fucking ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have to have one episode where we all just wear some sort of cat ears. Yeah, like we actually will actually review cats. <laughs> I've got the soundtrack. Really? I've never I've never listened to Cats. Oh, my God. It's oh, Anyway. <laughs> don't get me started. Okay. All right. It's you know what? Favorite, it's one of my favorite Broadway plays. Fair enough. I won't get you started. So, yeah. So, this episode's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple. Um, Odo is all like, uh, Nog wants root beer, and fucking his brother gets him root beer. I want those root beer bottles. Yeah, those root beer bottles are awesome. The the lids and stuff that that was pretty sweet. Do you, now, Jenny? Do you enjoy root beer? Absolutely. What's your favorite brand of root beer? Um, usually, what I end up going for if I can is the Barks root beer. Nice, an old standby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, if I can find some kind of like weird, like I'm gonna sound really hipstery, but you know, some kind of like a like a craft, you like, know, like Virgils. <laughs> Have you ever had Virgils? No. Ooh, it's good. They sell it at Kroger. It's like it comes in packs of four. They have like a black cherry that's really good. And the Virgil's, I don't know if you're a fan of cream soda, but they're cream soda. I love cream soda. The Virgil's cream soda is delicious. Like just go to Kroger and like, I think it's over in like the, um, you know, like where they keep like the fancy, I don't know, like do they have like an organic section at your Kroger? I, mm-hmm. I haven't been to Kroger in forever, but I'm sure that they do. Yeah, like it's it's over there in like the or like the natural section because like uh-huh. it have, like it's fucking delicious. I love Virgils. And what is that one that they have at uh, Fifty Eight Deli? Is it like Doctor Brown's? Yeah, that one's good too. Like that? Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you had a root beer float? Oh, too long. That's like my favorite things. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like I was, because I've always been like a weirdo. Like when I was a kid, I would always go for root beer instead of Coke or Pepsi or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Root beer every time. Birch beer. See, but the thing about the thing about root beer though is when you went to the restaurant, like it would like they would have like the IBCs or whatever. And as a kid, you didn't get free refills on that. So once you mm-hmm. drank it, it was gone. So I always tried to stay away from the root beer because I knew I couldn't control myself. I would just suck it down. And then I'd have to be good. Yeah, I'd have to be forced to drink water for the rest of the meal. So then the root beer and the root beer was always a little bit more expensive. Like a soda would be like a dollar fifty with mm-hmm. the root beer is like two bucks. Like, Mom, can I get root beer? Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. So. I'm still too cheap for that. Like if I go someplace that has a bottle or a can, I'm, I limit myself to one and then I'm good. <laughs> Do they still make A&W root beer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? I haven't seen an A&W root beer in forever. Yeah. And I'll usually get that one. At, like if I'm trying to avoid sugar and stuff, because they have a diet root beer that's pretty really? good. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. They seem to be bigger in Japan. Oh, they're big in Japan. You say. Well, we, we had like a, the A&W restaurants in more places. And I never saw A and W restaurants in the United States except for at the uh, airport. Okay. And then they closed it down and turned it into a Burger King. Well, yeah. this looks. I just googled root beer A and W root beer, and I got a thing for the root beer stand. It's Cincinnati's best root beer in Sharonville. Maybe I'll. Uh, that's ah. 
the root beer stand. It's a wonderful eatery that signifies summer in greater Cincinnati, opened as an A&W root beer stand in 1957. Since then, Cincinnati Magazine is named the best place to quaff a root beer uh, in town. All right, maybe I'll have to check that out. It looks pretty yummy. I like salad. I will uh, say points for the peanuts reference. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, come on. Just I mean, you would always go to the, the, uh, the veterans bar on mm-hmm. And, and quaff some root beer after and in France after he defeated the Red Baron, he went. Him and all of his friends went out and had root beer. <laughs> I love root beer. I think that's why I may have started drinking root beer was peanuts, and yeah. then I came back to it in my twenties because of Star Trek. Okay, because of Nog and his obsession yeah. with, or excuse me, Rom and his obsession with root beer. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. What's the favorite drink with all the cadets at the academy? Root beer. Root beer. They like to pound root beers with squeak. Well, no, they like they like to, uh, to pound the Orion chick. Yeah. They drink root beer. Yeah. <laughs> with squeak. PJ, lift weights, drink root beer. Let's see. At the root beer stand, you can get root beer by the ga- you can buy a gallon of how much do you think oh, a, a, how much do you think a gallon of root beer costs at this place? Thirty five dollars. Okay, Jenny? T- uh, t- 10 bucks. $5. What? For a gallon? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, is this like homemade root beer or something? I'm shit? not really sure. Um, let's see the history. I wonder if they Are do. They I boiling guess, roots? I guess I can call them to see if they make their own root beer. You should go and report back to us. I will. It's, 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 in oh, Sharon, yeah. it's in Sharonville, so it's kind of a bit of a haul, but uh, I can check it out. Well, maybe they wouldn't complain so much if it was in Shelbyville. 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 This is more of a Shelbyville idea. (laughs) No, Um, tell us whatever your idea is and we'll vote for it. No, I was thinking you might just do a uh, Facebook Live on the uh, the Dork Trek page. All right, Mm -hmm. so you you can get a a root beer float is two bucks. A small root beer float, two bucks. A large root beer float is three fifty. This sounds pretty, sounds pretty good. They've got a footlong. I haven't had a footlong hot dog in forever. Uh, why is it that places that do root beer floats, you're going to have a footlong hot dog? Because it's because that's that's just they just go together. Like that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because if you went to a root beer a place that had root beer and they didn't sell footlong hot dogs, you'd be like, what is this fucking malarkey? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. Chili, <laughs> chili cheese sandwiches, no dog, just chili and cheese, burgers, what? yeah, sandwiches, pizza steak. All right, this might. I kind of want that chili cheese sandwich. Though. Let's see. All right, let's see how the reviews are. The root oh, beer stand. We're getting a lot of free publicity on this uh, podcast. Uh, out of eight hundred, <laughs> out of. <laughs> By the root beer stand, out of 852 Google reviews, they're 4.6 stars. That's not too shabby. Yeah, that is pretty uh-huh. good. I mean, a five would be better, but you get that one dumbass that, but my root beer float was cold. <laughs> Shut up. I've had better. <laughs> There's always that I've had better guy, and that guy sucks. Uh-huh. They have hot floats over in Shelbyville. Yeah. Okay, so it's not too far from my house. I kind of have an idea where this is. I mean, maybe next time I go to, I bet the I bet the kids would like to go there because they have root beer floats and shit. Maybe I'll take the kids. All right, okay, nice little field trip. Yeah, it's field fun. I'll have a live remote. This is you know, see if we can get a sponsor. My children are obsessed with Slurpees. Oh. Like they love Slurpees, and here there's no Seven Elevens in uh, Southwestern Ohio. So Ooh. I googled um, like the distance to the closest Seven Eleven, and there's some in Akron, no Toledo, which is about three hours away. And oh I told God. I told the kids that over spring break during the summer, I would drive them to Toledo and get. Uh, get uh, 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 Slurpees and come home. I said, Mate, we'll make a day trip of it. They were like, that's fucking awesome. That's kind of awesome. Maybe uh-huh. catch a uh, Mud Hens game. Yeah, my wife was like, you're an idiot. I'm like, whatever, it'd be a way to kill a day. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, drive to fucking Toledo. I'm sure there's something else to do in Toledo. We could go see Corporal Klinger's house. There you and, go. Well, so that's the shit, though, that kids are going to remember. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they'll probably be talking about that for the next 10 years. Like, oh, I remember that time we went and got Slurpees. So That's great. We went to Toledo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, yeah, for us, it's like, uh, okay. Toledo, Ohio for Slurpees. So, but yeah, um, where were we in this episode? To the beginning. <laughs> no, we got a little bit further well, than that, I think, right? So Quark, uh, I guess, while we're waiting for Nog to come home, That's I right. guess he's going to do his year of uh, fields. We have to have some way to bring Nog back. So suddenly there's this uh, thing where cadets go on like field studies or something for their sophomore. He's an intern. Yes, he's an intern. Yeah. And uh, so he gets to come back to the station. Jake's moving out. This I, I thought it was really cool interaction between father and son on this. Oh yeah, totally. It's I, I think I don't know. They're just they're one of the coolest family units that Star Trek generated. Uh-huh. Um, makes me wish I had a father. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I will I will be your father figure, Ben. Put your tiny hand in mine. Oh. You to, that you're gonna ask him to call you daddy you want to go get slurpees well i would i would have got there in the song but it didn't get that far. but yeah you want to go get slurpees ben come on let's do it nobody ever drove three hours from me anyway, <laughs> um, so you know jake's moving out and we find out he's gonna room with uh nog but then while Rom is setting up for uh, Nog's return, Odo comes and, I guess, arrests uh, Quark. Yeah. He's got to go to a Federation grand jury on this other planet. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. <laughs> Law and order shit, son. He's coming back, 25 to life. <laughs> and uh, He's a bad dude. He's a bad seed. you got to lock him up for life. But while they're on the way to the planet, the planet's like what eight eight days away. Yeah, by by runabout. They really wanted Quark. Like he's an important figure in this uh, yeah. this crime. And so, of course, Star Trek being Star Trek, uh, I guess what we find a bomb on board and then they crash. Think about how far that has to be, though. Like it takes eight days to get there. Like. Yeah, but you're talking interstellar travel and you're talking the runabouts don't have like enterprise type warp. They still have warp capabilities though, right? Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. But they're not like... It's not like warp nine. Yeah. yeah and, and then it's one of these things where the warp speeds go, you know, it's, this, it's not like a steady growth. It's like it ramps up. So the enterprise can go, you know, warp nine sometimes. And that's like way faster than warp six. Yeah. And warp five. And but then again, warp five by you know our standard is is insanely fast. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that must have been like, I mean, clear on the other side of the fucking warp like the galaxy at that point. I mean No. Yeah. No. Eight days? It's it's four days from Earth <laughs> to Vulcan. Going how fast though? Warp six. Okay, so how fast is this runabout going? Probably, give or, give or take. What's the top speed of a runabout? Just let's look. If anybody on the show would know, it's you, Ben. I can give two fucks about a runabout. <laughs> what? Well, the Calm thing, down. it pisses me off because when we first see, like, really see the inside of a runabout, it's on TNG on the episode when they come back and the Enterprise is. Uh, had the catastrophic what is it uh it's the one where he keeps talking and talking without ever taking a breath to give you a break to interrupt that one mm-hmm. and we see like the dining area in the so there's like this whole compartment for them to have sleeping areas and and food and so this whole thing of sitting on the bridge eating is ridiculous because you just do that in the dining area okay so according to um stupid memory alpha mm-hmm. um warp five okay so, so the speed of the uh nx01 yes yes now, uh, this is this a thing where they wouldn't necessarily go warp five because it puts 
too much strain on the engines, so maybe they're like averaging like warp three or something like that. Probably four. Okay. Yeah, but even if they're going warp four for eight days, I mean, that's got to be clear on the other side of the fucking galaxy. It no, sounds like a God, no. flashback to an algebra class. I don't know, man, because like uh, how, how long would about... it not left? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the SAT for nerds. <laughs> I mean, the SAT is for nerds. <laughs> I'm just saying that because like I didn't take one to go to college. Yeah, I didn't Jealous. do well. I didn't do well out of the first. I did much better the second time. See, I took, we didn't have the SAT. We had the ACT in my hometown. Okay. Alabama was one of those states. The Alabama cut crap test that you got to take to get to college. Yep, you got to take that Alabama test. Do you know the words to Camp Town Lady? All right, you're good. Go to college. Have fun. Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> I was about to start singing. So I was like, um, so, okay, you figure if you're in a runabout going to Earth at warp three, how long would that take? Well, hold on, I'm pulling up. Uh, Get like a calculator. I'm just yeah, saying. Calculator. No, there's a warp speed calculator. I'm pulling it ah, up. Interesting. The internet's just. And I like how we're going to believe ourselves. Like, we're going to believe whatever we see on the internet just because it's on the internet. So you mm-hmm. want uh, eight days at warp factor, say five, right? Which is mm-hmm. 213.75 times the speed of light. And we are going to take distance. How many... Why won't you find distance? Why won't you find distance? Oh, I have to hit calculate. Well, there you go. That's Uh, on you, Ben. At warp five for eight days, they can travel 4.6 light years. 4.68 light years. Okay, so that's not too far. That's like from here. That's a little further than from here to the nearest star. So Alpha, Alpha Centauri is uh, four point something light years away, 4.2. Okay. So this is just a little past Alpha Centauri for us. So that it's in the neighborhood. Okay, all right. It just seems really far. But that's if their top speed is, is uh, warp five. Because if it was warp six, they could go uh, twice. Yeah, but we were saying that they might have been going like warp four because they don't know if they're going to push the engines that hard. Yeah, and see, that's way. That's only like two and a quarter light years away. So that that's I don't think that's they're going to do that. Especially, I mean, like I said, warp six. If you could do that, that's going to get you. You know. I I kind of think that maybe we've just put more thought into how long it took than that it took them to write the episode. Yeah, you know, now that you've brought that out, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it was just an interesting... A lot of plot things don't stand up to... Uh, Logic? Well, to, to examination. Right. It's like, oh, well, it's going to take eight days. Mm. <laughs> it That's just how seemed... long we need for this plot device. <laughs> <laughs> Head plot factor five. <laughs> you know, it just seemed like a really long time, and I was just curious about how long it would take. Well, that's it's, all. It's a long. It's a long. It's a long time. It's just not a long distance. Okay. By their standards. All right. Fair. So, you know yeah. what? Fair enough. Would, would be you know my thoughts. I feel you. Um, again. Yep. Ben, did you did you really uh, seem to connect with Quark in the scene where like he's losing his goddamn mind because Odo was like slurping uh, slurping his oh soup my or whatever? God. <laughs> yes. Can't you hear that noise? How are you doing that? I can't hear anything over the noise of all this lip smacking. It's like I, I'll punch you in the goddamn shape. I mean, to be fair, he's just learning how to eat. I think Odo's being a bit. I mean, I think Quark's being a bit hard on the man, right? 
after a couple of days and you know this is basically them in an rv for a couple of days mm -hmm. well also he's got two giant like a satellite dishes on the sides of his head yeah. it's true so he's all probably right. picking up a lot more sound than anybody else would all right you know what fair enough i'll give you that <laughs> I'd, I'd get one of the environmental suits go back to the living area and just <laughs> stay there mm-hmm yeah, and he's probably doing it just to mess with Odo. I mean, just to mess with Quark. I'm sure that's a big part of it as well. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. Looks like any time you mention that mouth noise bothers you, there's always that one asshole in the group who then... Like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so then I start doing the banana noise. Yeah. Ah, uh, no. No. Let's move on. Yeah. Run it up. <laughs> I, I'll never, we'll never speak of this again. <laughs> I saw the comedian who said he did that on planes to freak people out. And so, uh, you know, me being me, I wanted to try that. And I waited for the person to look like they were dozing off. And I just turned and went. That's really nice of you, Ben. Yeah. And Jesus. the guy wakes up and just looks over and goes, what the fuck is your problem? I'm back to my book. Slow down, buddy. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> That was a boom boom baby. We're trying, we're trying to share the space together, friend. No need to be a cockhead. No. <laughs> <laughs> you priest gets so upset about the littlest things. But, so, uh, um, so we yeah. crash. Now here's well, there's a, well, we just don't crash. There's a bomb. Yeah, there's a bomb that makes them crash. Well, because um, find out he's hooked up with the Orion Syndicate. Yes, he is, and the Orion Syndicate is like a big bad group of like space criminals. Yeah, space mafia. Uh, mm -hmm. well, you're pretty much. That's where the Orion slave girls come from. And mm, okay, hey now. There's a lot more of that detailed on uh, um, Enterprise. I saw I saw an episode yesterday about the girls that were on the ship seducing everybody, making them give up secrets and stuff. Yep, when we find out the secret of the Orion uh, slave girls. Yeah. They're the ones who actually run the society. Yeah. I would like to see like a, a spinoff that's basically like The Sopranos, but it's the Orion Syndicate. And they just cut <laughs> to like the Orion slave girls strip club every five minutes for no I, reason. I just want the Orion, the fat breather that uh you know controls the garbage uh pick up for you know the garbage scows orion waste management yeah you can totally do that let's let's get that done start <laughs> cbs needs shows i mean that's what they're all about well, they're, have you thought about the number of shows they're putting on all access it's cool we talked about this a little bit last week uh -huh. there's discovery there's the new picard show there's the con uh, miniseries. Mm -hmm. There's the Below Decks animated thing. Um, See, I didn't know about the con things. So that's that's pretty yeah. exciting. Well, no, that's I was. Well, you have to listen to the Patreon to get the details on that because it tells some secrets. We really didn't talk too much about it. He's lying. Well, because well, I said who was writing and uh, directing it. So, that's uh, I forget. Yeah. Guess I need to chip in a dollar listen to my own show that i'm on <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I know somebody i'll hook you up well i I, <laughs> uh, I made a dummy account and then i just uh you know i put a fake one of those stolen credit cards from the dark He's a russian bot oh, there you yeah. go so i'm i dollars a dollar yeah well no until it comes you know i have to constantly change it though anyway um yeah so that's what like four shows five shows that are coming out i may have forgotten one I want an odd couple, uh -huh. an Odo and Quark odd couple after the events of Deep Space Nine when um, I guess Odo gets divorced and Quark is get divorced. They live together in an apartment on Deep Space Nine. That's what I want to happen. A situational comedy. It, I mean, it's got to be better than the new odd couple they did with Matthew Perry and that other guy. Yeah. Mm. Will it be as good as the one they did with Ron Glass? I was is was that the second movie they did? No, no, there was a uh, the African American odd couple. In That's right. The eighties right. with Ron Glass and I can't remember who the other one was, but I thought Ron Glass was the neat freak. And the only reason I watched it was because he was from Barney Miller. The I just the new odd couple. 
uh, Jack Lemon. Uh, let's see here. The new odd couple is uh, starring Ron Glass and Desmond Wilson. Okay. That's the guy from Sanford and Son. He played Ralph. Uh, he played what's his face there. He played uh, Oscar Madison. Yep. Desmond Wilson. How long did that shit run? One season, 18 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, got on this whole... Uh, the Pigeon Sisters are in it, too. Wow, that's cool. I got on a trip of uh, watching the fall previews. I don't know if you remember those from when you were a kid. I think when you guys were kids, they were just kind of weaning off of them. Back in the 70s and 80s, every like September, each network would take an evening and you would just devote that evening pretty much. It'd be some Friday evening for, hey, coming this fall to ABC. And then you would get like... They would hype it up. You'd get the stars from one of the shows. Maybe not the star stars. So just, and it it wasn't, but just say, for instance, that TNG was the, uh, on a network you wouldn't have got Picard and Riker. You'd have had like Worf, Geordi, and maybe Data. Yeah, and they'd be talking to, they'd be talking to Mary Hart about the about what this. Is, yeah. What was it? I uh, what was it? Uh the the Brooklyn nine nine thing? Yeah, they did that this year on NBC. Yeah, and it was like so weird as they went through the lot and then they would run into the other stars of shows. Oh, we're coming back for our next season and you're gonna and here's some clips. So I well anyway I went down that rabbit hole watching the old ones from back in the day. Uh huh. Because a lot of them are on, a lot of them are on YouTube, uh, and I got to see Gilligan and Skipper interact with Colonel Hogan. But um, there was the one with Ron Glass. And, uh, isn't Ron wasn't Ron Glass on? Wasn't he one of the grandfathers on? Um, on the Cosby show, or am I thinking? That's of what I was thinking. No, 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 not Ron Glass. That was. Uh, he looks like the guy. That was the guy who played Panthro. No, okay. Ron Glass was preacher on Serenity. Yeah, he was also what he was. Uh, he was on the Bob Newhart show. He was on All in the Family, Sanford and Son, Hawaii Five O, Barney Miller. He was on uh, WKRP. But he looks like the guy who was the stepdad or one of the grandfathers on the Cosby's, but it's not him. Mm-mm. I was thinking that too until like I actually looked at his picture and the second I looked at him I was like no that's not him but as soon as I look away it's like no that, that could be him I think so oh, him old looks like him but he wasn't that old when Cosby was on right gotcha he was that old in the early 2000s oh, and then Desmond Wilson is a born again Christian of course he is he wrote a book called like the second fiddle um, where it's about him, his being on Sanford and Son, Second Banana, a, a book about Sanford and Son. Do yourself, a, do yourself a favor and watch the comedians, the second Comedians in Cars episode with Bob uh, Einstein, who just passed away. He tells the best story about Red Fox. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> just, do, just watch it. It's so, it's mm-hmm. so funny. That show's fantastic. Yeah, I love that show. John. Um, Stanford. Speaking of things that I love, I love Star Trek and I love Deep Space Nine. I love this episode. Lord of the Rings, man, they climb to the top of Mount Doom and they put up their thing and good stuff happens. Can I ask a question though? Sure. Uh, I want to punch Jake in the neck. I usually end up liking Jake, but he's so skinny. You'd probably break his neck. It's just like, so you get up, you move into this apartment, Nog gets up, goes to work, comes home nine hours later and i get it if you over the course of a week get a room that messy but it literally looks like jake just stood there and threw things across the room all day yeah and then sat down in his own filth to read or play uh i did like the fact that we have facebook games on you know the pads now yeah, I do like that. I like that too, and I love the fact that he just calls him out, like, "Oh, you're reading." He's like, "No, you're not. You're playing Dom John, bitch." Well, you, you know, when I'm writing, I have to I have to relax. Yeah, uh-huh. and play uh-huh. Blitz for 18 hours. So yeah. I, I got that was totally believable. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah, I, this, been there, done that. Playing, um, playing the Star Trek game really helps me clear my mind for 13 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a hard chapter I'm working on right now in, in this this uh, 
Red Dead Redemption is going to help me ease up on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. well, no. But I'm. It's just like, what the hell did he do to this room? And then what's the living situation? He's an artist, Ben. You don't understand. <laughs> we none of us do. I just broke Ben. <laughs> just, why would you do that to Ben? Why? What? God, Again, hard. I know artists who get messy, and they eventually get this state of disarray, mm-hmm. but not nine hours. Well, it's kind of like, well, think about it like this, though. Think about it like this with your children, right? Like, you can clean, like, my daughter is nine. Granted, she's not, you know, 19. Yeah. Um, but I, we can go in there and pick up her room, and then 20 minutes later, it looks like a fucking bomb went off, and there's just shit all over the place. So, I mean, you know, if you have no sense of... Well, some people are just messy, Ben. And then it's like, what kind of space is this? You walk in the door and there's one bed, and then there's the common area. Yeah, and then and there's then another the bed. other bed and another door. Yeah. This is unacceptable living condition. It's definitely odd, I'll give you that. There's no way you have it's an odd couple. I dun, mean, one, they're dun, gonna dun, hear dun, each dun, other dun, spanking dun. it. If they bring any uh, double girls over, they're going to hear that. That's you, there's no way to seal your room. Can you? Can they just put a sock on the door or something? Is that how it goes? Well, then you're out of the entire apartment. Well, that's that's the kind of sacrifice you need to make for your bro. It's true. Just go down to the promenade and just chill out for a little bit. Leap in the bar. Well, you know, I mean, he's right. 19. It's going to take him like five minutes. I'll let you know when it's done. I don't know. Jake's got some endurance going on there. He, he's learned from the the Dabo girls. And he's Lenny. Remember that one mind chick lady? The one lady with the brain, yeah, with that's the true. thing. I'm sure you. But know. she had him under like some kind of uh, like mind control. Yeah. You know, she was teaching him how to edge. <laughs> yeah, she was like. You well, know he didn't what? forget how to do that, so he's you know. <laughs> We can figure this stuff all out together. <laughs> so, yeah, eventually they, Odo and Quark, like get into physical altercations because they just hate each other so much. They get into fights and fall over. And, I hate you. I, I hate you too. And then they tumble down the mountain and Odo becomes a changeling again and his leg takes a new shape. Odo breaks his leg and the shape of broken Quark helps him out and drags him up the hill and then it's it just kind of goes on for and then Quark can't go any further and then Odo says I'll do it myself and then Quark is like no I'm gonna save us and then he bring he climbs up this mountain somehow he's not even carried on it like I don't understand how he's holding this thing on the side of the mountain as he tries to climb the mountain with one hand it doesn't make sense but he gets up there somehow because odo or cork is a magic climber yeah but i i will say though the scene just before that odo was like my grandmother in that scene where it's like i'll <laughs> do it talking about draculas yeah well no when you know the, he's got the broken leg and he's like you know and cork is like i can't go on so then Odo, fine, I'll do it myself and start shoving it with his broken leg. So he yeah. He's going to walk off that broken leg. Yeah. Well, no, That's... it's just that, you know, he's going to guilt you into it. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll help you move the refrigerator in a minute. I just, I, let me let me put this box down. I'll fine, do I'll it. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Okay. So no. the, the walking off the broken leg, that's my grandmother. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Your grandmother's the one that, you know, two artillery shells, and she's like, meh, it's a scratch. I don't need a doctor. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. Good. I'll be fine. I'm good. What are you worried Put about? Put some Neosporin on it. Why? She needs, she's not weak. She doesn't need medicine. Neosporin. She literally had a tube of Neosporin that was around since, like, the 80s. I remember <laughs> the picture I saw on Facebook, and it was like, yes. oh, my God. My sister found it, like, in the, the metal tube. Nice. From like a vintage 1982 Neosporin. That's so awesome. it expired in 82. It oh, it been... expired in 82? <laughs> so it had been made in God knows when. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's what Odo was, he was trying to do that. And then and it worked? Like, well, yeah, because then Quark's like ashamed of his, his weakness. And, uh, and Qu- yeah. climbs the mountain, gets him up there, and they get him home. 
I, it was a little tropey though that Odo's doing his final report, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. Just put my ashes in a bucket and you shoot me into the wormhole. <laughs> really? It was a little over dramatic. It's a really, right. odd, really odd request. And he's got like the bloody hands like on his knuckles and like his Brad Pitt hair. And yeah. Not the worst episode, but yeah, it's definitely hacky. And then all of a sudden they get free. They're so they're on the ship. And like, oh, I remember all that stuff I said about hating you. I meant it. I meant it. And yeah, then it just turned Kiss into me. It just. <laughs> <laughs> and it just turned into like grumpier old men. I I enjoyed that was my favorite part of it was them laying in the hospital at the end. Yeah, me too. Uh, just you know that whole just getting a good laugh out of it of you know I hate you. I I meant it too. I hate you and. It's like, <laughs> yuck 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 and then it's over but i mean overall it's a good episode i mean well and then jake and nog though also figure out how to live the, with each other and, and jake learns to be a little bit more responsible and nog learns to not be such an uptight cadet he's a little bit country he's a little bit rock and roll and they figure it out mama played uh-huh. fiddle daddy yeah. played bass yeah so then they figure it out together so there you go and everybody wins dun, 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 dun. yay Everyone's happy. I think you kind of needed an episode like this after last week being so heavy with like Uh Odo, you know, not commenting about if innocent people died on his watch when he was the head of security. But I like that this wasn't like a completely like fluff episode either. It wasn't just like a holodeck episode or something like that. Um, There was like a lot of good character building in it. I would rather not had this episode now though. Why is that? I I just I last episode like you know we did need a breather episode. I just don't think it should be a Odo breather episode. Mm. You know, just like how with TNG when Picard got uh, assimilated, the next episode and they had to remember from the book they had to fight hard to get this episode, but they did the one where he comes back and deals with the PTSD with his brother. Yeah. You, you know, you need to, you, and I, I'm not saying he needed something that dramatic, but he needed an episode where he could just, you know, kind of, okay, let's we, like deal with his life issues. It's not good. We're not, we don't even have to mention it, but we just have a, a Odo light episode. Uh-huh. So that way we could theoretically, he could be off having time to deal with that stuff. Yeah. And then we have like a, 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 Jake meets a Dabo girl episode or something if we needed a light. So you're saying like they should have spaced it out a little bit better? I, I think so. Alright. That makes sense. Alright, well, what do you think then? What do you give the episode then, Ben? Uh, I still liked it, so I, I'll give it, you know, a seven. Alright. Jenny, what do you say? Um, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Alright. It was not my favorite, but it was a good character building episode. It was alright. I agree with you, Jenny. I like uh, six and a half. It was good. It was good enough to keep my attention. Uh, mm-hmm. These are my two favorite characters, like non-Starfleet characters. Actually, and I think Quark is probably my favorite character on the show. Mm-hmm. So it was good to kind of see some stuff about him and, you know, some, you know, I like the scene where they were yelling at each other. It's like, and you're, you know, Odo's telling him that he's a failure as a, you know, a two-bit thug and he's a failure and blah, blah, blah. And then, uh-huh. Cork fires back, well, you spent 10 years trying to capture me, and I'm a nobody, so what does that make you? And it was just kind of a cool back and kind of a cool That was definitely my favorite scene. Yeah. You know, You're so the I, bigger failure, because you couldn't even catch a loser like me. Yeah, so, so I thought it was cool. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Double burn. Yeah, there was some sick burns going on in that one. I'm a loser. Oh, yeah, well, so am I. We're both losers. So there you go. Good episode. Good episode. All right. Well, that's the show this week. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we appreciate your uh, your listening. Yes. And we will be back next week with another episode of uh, Dork Trek. So there you go. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. I don't understand. <laughs>